Down to the Nub Podcast, the cigar podcast show focusing on premium cigars and good times. With industry leaders, cigar giveaways, interviews, and more, here are your hosts, Cigar Show Tim and Brandon Cigar Mechanic Wells. Let's get it started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 56 of Down to the Nub Podcast. Why do I start every episode laughing? <laughs> it's just become your... It's you. <laughs> it's me. What's Hello, up? everybody. Welcome we to just, episode 56. <laughs> we we may be a little... Uh, delirious? And delirious on this one. We were hanging out with some friends, and then... Well, we're here now, and it was goofy and fun, so... Um, <laughs> there's your warning. Disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer now, this one may not be the one show that you're kind of going like, ooh, I'm so inspired. Uh, it might be the one that you're going, why do I follow these guys? Uh, why do I even bother to listen on a weekly basis? Why why do I even turn on my radio? Because if this is the kind of crap that comes through. Um, by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube and you haven't yet done so, please subscribe <laughs> and ring the little bell so you can get more of this uh, hilarity that shall ensue over this next uh period of time yes so you are smoking a cigar that is brand new to you we had them yeah. on a live episode a couple weeks ago and i am enjoying one from them as well but uh which cigar are you enjoying if you remember the, the name of it I, I kind of do i know it's morales uh mm -hmm. i know it's habano mm -hmm. uh i know it has numbers in it yes it is uh, the morales 1205 1205 i was close Yes, very, very, almost not close. 203 is close to 1205. It was one number and a couple off on the other. I don't know, dude. It's the 1205. There's so many cigars out there, so many different cigars. I, I had right. never even heard about Morales until I heard about you. And then I heard about you for a while, and, and then uh, then you introduced me to Morales, and now these showed up from you, and um, I believe, right? Yeah, you sent yep. these to me. Mm -hmm. and, um, In a yeah, care package that you actually paid for so technically not a care package i paid for it well you paid for what the cigars came in the bag of coffee oh yeah because i bought some turbojet coffee you did yeah which is your new sign behind you look at that you even knew where to point that's dude i'm so proud of you dude turbojet coffee is really the uh, is is taking off for you man it's it's been a blessing no pun intended yes it's it it, it, it <laughs> We have launched and taken off, and we have not exploded yet. Uh, no, it's it, <laughs> no, it's it's been a huge blessing. It really has. I mean, what what I thought was going to happen in the first month. Uh, I mean, we went uh, live, launched the website and sales on November third, so election day actually. Uh, and in nearly a month from when we're recording this, uh, almost exactly a month. Uh, it exceeded what I figured would happen in the first month of being around. Part of it with the Christmas blend, some different things, which sold out twice, and it's now sold out for the season, so I've got the winter's blend. But uh, it's been it's been a huge blessing, and yeah. it's kept me busy, and I'm enjoying it. And I'm starting to get a lot of feedback from people. It's kept me wired. There you go. Yeah. And you've you've had uh, the Sumatra dark roast, and then I think the Italian medium is what you have now that I actually roasted more of like a medium dark for you. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I really, really enjoyed the Sumatra. I thought that was very, very good. Um, then I was my my so my wife makes the coffee for me. I'm I'm pretty much useless when it comes to the kitchen. 
Actually, I think I can cook because I, I, I've done it before, but um, I, I just don't. I, I I literally peeled an orange today, and I was like, this is entirely too much work for food. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's really like if it doesn't come in a bowl with a fork and ready to eat, like I, I just I'll starve. Um, but so she makes the cold brew coffee for me a gallon at a time. And she mm -hmm. actually fills, you know, my little cup and sets it next to the bed for me and stuff. She's, I love my wife. She's a servant's heart. She's great. Oh yeah. But she brought me my coffee one morning. I was like, oh yeah, it's my TurboJet coffee. I was so excited. Right. Mm -hmm. And I took a big old swig of it and I was like, what is this? Well, she had, I'd gotten the four bags from you and she had mm -hmm. inadvertently got because i got two different blends i got more of the sumatra than i got the italian blend because i want to try mm -hmm. that well she had made the entire gallon of cold brew with the italian blend i was expecting the sumatra blend totally different flavors completely different so i really got a total like what the hell is this and then i haven't revisited since because i had a couple breakfast meetings and you know you have coffee there so i'm not gonna have coffee before i go to go have more coffee right um which some people do i just unless i'm in the dominican i don't do that um, it'd be like having a cigar before having another cigar that just doesn't make oh, wait, i do that, that. does make sense yeah that makes total sense um but it, it just um it, it kind of caught me off guard so i want to like know that it's coming and then try it so i, I haven't i haven't had that experience so i can't tell you yet all i know is that i was just like what this is not my coffee this is this is something else <laughs> and it it was my coffee because it was in my cup and I did drink it, but um, I just wasn't expecting it. So it kind of threw me for a loop. Yep. Yeah, I've had some people reach out and give me their feedback and everything. And my aunt is one that is uh, connoisseur doesn't really describe her accurately. Uh, and I talked, I had a really good conversation with my dad last night about coffee and different things because he was asking about the different blends and roast levels and all that kind of stuff. And we yeah. were talking and I said, yeah, you know, uh, you know, my aunt Lynn, you know, she... I didn't re I knew she really enjoyed coffee. And then a couple years ago, we were up there for summer vacation at their house up in the Eastern Sierras here in uh, California. And I got up, you know, the first morning we were there and I said, Hey, you know, I'll make coffee. What do you have? And she goes, okay, yeah, just go ahead and pick the coffee you want. And I was like, pick the coffee. She brings out like five or six different, you know, beans. Oh, she's she like a sommelier. Oh yeah. She's a sommelier, like or whatever, she however you say that big word. Yeah. And, and so she goes, oh, pick what you want. I've got Costa Rican. I got Ethiopian. I've got Colombian. You know, I've got all these different ones. And I was like, oh, and I looked at her and I said, I knew I loved you, but I didn't know you were that serious about coffee. Yeah. And she goes, oh, coffee is very serious. Well, come to find out last night, I guess my dad and her during when my mom and dad were dating and newlyweds, they would hang out with my aunt and uncle a lot. And I guess they both sort of got into coffee a lot at the same time because my dad's a huge coffee snob as well. And so uh, when she tried the coffee, she's got some different medical conditions and she can only have decaf now. She ordered some of the other stuff for friends, but she got the decaf uh, and she even posted a you know review on the website and just said, this is, uh, I made a pot of it, drank the whole thing, and this is the best decaf I've ever had. And at first I'm like, okay, you're my aunt, you know, my middle name is your husband's first name. There's probably a little bit of bias to it. Sure. But then I've talked to other family members and they're like, no, I, I, I heard from Aunt Lynn that she absolutely loves your uh, Mexican decaf coffee uh, uh -huh. and the creaminess and everything. I was like, oh, OK, so she's she's telling other people and it's not just like for review, which to me was really humbling and cool because I'm getting other people that are sharing responses. I mean, one yeah. of my friends, Thomas, was just like, dude, I'm taking this dude. to work. People got to try it. That's literally about how he said. 
Yeah, that's Dude. exactly it. Now it was in a text, but that's how I, you know, heard oh, it. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, it's it's going well, and so Good. you know, I'm 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 staying busy with it, and I'm I'm still having fun, and you know, making <clears> some money. By the end of month one, with what we have in inventory and sales and everything, I'm already almost net positive. I love it. So I, love it. I can't complain. Just don't let the IRS hear that. What? No, the net is positive. Like the net that I have is a positive one. It has positive ions. It's positive. It is not negative. It's a happy net. Such a yes. happy net. It's so cheery. It's so cheery. Such a happy net. Every day it wakes up just happy, smile on its face. So what's new with you? Dude, As my voice cracks because I'm like 12 again. What's new with you? Uh, like so I scoop. Uh, no, it's, it's, this has been a crazy week, man. It's uh, it's been a crazy couple of months, dude. Just mm-hmm. crazy. Um, just just a lot of stuff going on, man. You know, we're not gonna get into the whole COVID thing, but obviously that that, that hit my family. Um, and you know, as expected, it worked just like a virus does, and there was minimal symptoms. And as responsible adults, we invited everybody over for Thanksgiving. Oh wait, I forgot the step. We uh, quarantined, uh, stayed away. <laughs> Uh, you know, minor but, detail. But if if you look at if you look at the responses I got from my post on Facebook asking people if you don't have somewhere to go instead of staying home lonely, come over and join us. Just let us know you're coming so we can have enough food. Like we bought food for everybody. I think my wife cooked enough for like three neighborhoods. Nice. And uh, we had a group of people come over. Man, we all hung out, family, friends, and we. Uh, you know, we had a great, great Thanksgiving, man. Just enjoyed enjoyed each other's company, enjoyed great food, um, and just a good time. But if you look at the responses I got on Facebook from some people, bro, I got attacked. Yeah, you like, did. Like, attacked, dude. It was insane. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding me, people? Well, my aunt has COVID and died from this and this and the other thing. I'm like, okay. So I, I finally had to respond to this person. It was so funny because I responded to him and I was like, um, I have a friend that is in the hospital in critical condition right now because he got T-boned by a lady while riding his motorcycle and the lady was driving her car. And I think it's so rude of you that you go out with your privilege and drive your car every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's the equivalent of the story you gave me that your, your dad has it. And so I'm so rude of me that I invite people over from being lonely and and emotional about being lonely that we want them to actually join our family and be part of like society and socialization like are you flipping kidding me dude like get realistic so yeah uh that was an interesting um that was an interesting evening there was like attack upon attack that evening not only just on facebook but just personally i hadn't slept well and all this kind of stuff so it was like just compounded it was awesome uh to get to go through that battle it's just a lot of fun um but yeah the rest of the week's been great man I'm, i'm finally out visiting shops again which i freaking love man i nice. miss sitting down visiting shops smoking cigars with these guys and enjoying just life and um and i gotta tell you dude the new uh the new ministry dude house of rejects is yeah. is slowly but surely coming to life it is and i i hear there's an opportunity uh for people that want to support it that has now been established yeah we we have a paypal page um your site or whatever you call it a link a bleep bloop um, that if you want to take your digital money and, and, uh, send it and, you know, you feel called for your tithing to send that, uh, we can, you can now do that. So we have people sending tithing in, That's awesome. um, 
we, we have a camp that we support that's in California called For Freedom Outreach. And um, so we've already been able to uh, front load four tickets uh, to the camp for people so that, that, you know, so they can pay that back over time. If they, or if they can't pay it back, then they can't pay it back. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a warrior training camp, man. It's, it's super exciting, great camp. It's been life-changing for me. You've been yep. to the camp mm -hmm. um, and it had a lot of eye-opening. You and I have both been to a lot of like the Christian, religious, oh, faithful yeah. Jesus camps, right? The kumbaya, sit around the freaking fire and, you know, let's all get excited. and Praise Jebus, the soft little angel. Um, and you know, we've been to those camps, right? And then like you come to this one and it's something completely different. Like it shows oh, yeah. the warrior spirit, the man, uh, the chasing of the beauty and what all these things mean and actually the, the deeper meaning of everything and who he really was. And, um, so to get, to be able to have that opportunity to send other people there, man, and, and support them, people that may not be able to afford it, mm -hmm. um, has been great. So, um, as we are developing the nonprofit side of it, we have that to help fund the development of the nonprofit of it and fund people going to camp. Yep. It's, it's cool to see that people are already jumping on board. I mean, people that you've yeah. talked with, <clears throat> I mean, you're in your different shops and talking with people at the shops about it and, you know, customers and just saying, Hey, this is what's going on. And there isn't this negativity or hesitancy or anything of like, Hey, what, what are you doing? Don't talk to me about God stuff. People are listening, which I take as a complete sign that people want to find something to seek as a place of refuge or someone to believe in or a higher being, whether they believe currently or not, that yeah. they're, they're looking for something that they don't have in their life. And the fact that they're open to hearing all that is just awesome. Yeah. It's such a blessing, man. I mean, just to have these conversations and, and, you know, more and more conversations with shop owners and decision makers and people I sit down with and, um, it's just that, like you said, man, that response is just, it's, it's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's people that I didn't even know that, that were, you know, of faith and they, they believed in God and, and, you know, it's, and I know that I was that person at one time. People were like, Oh, shoot, you're a Christian. You believe in God. Like mm -hmm. I know my mouth and my actions don't show that, but yes, I do. Um, and so it's, it, it's encouraging because I think it's an opportunity to help people see that, um, a, a way of living their faith versus just having it for themselves yeah um which is just such a different way of living when you start truly giving everything up to christ man things just things come together and you know we i've said some things that, that uh for for my life for the progression of of house of rejects uh and and i i've set those out and i've i've prayed them i've put them out loud and these are the things that will will take place as a sign for us to move forward to the next step and um I'm super excited about that. I'm looking forward to it, but it's not mine to go and force and make happen. It's literally a thing that needs to happen, and it's a decision of others. It's not the decision of mine that will show us that it's time to move forward. So yep. it's a different way of living, and having that opportunity to share that with, share that with people is really cool. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. It's kind of funny when it creates an uncomfortability too. Isn't that uh, fun? Because, yeah, because people are so used to like the – the religious, right? I mean, the, the greatest cause of atheism in the world is Christianity, and it's because of that that soft, sissy, uh, non-knowledgeable uh, Christian that's out there that 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 proclaims Christ in their life, but they live for the opposite side. Yep. Um, 
and and so to actually live that and show what that is is something completely different i mean you you know i mean I'll, and i'll share here i mean one of my my struggles lately is just cleaning up my language mm-hmm. um because that that doesn't work i can't come in here and be cussing up a storm and saying hey love jesus mother effer because uh, that's just that's <laughs> well, kind you, of counterproductive let's say you could but it wouldn't you know it wouldn't work too well i might attract a certain crowd uh but that's yeah. about it so you and you can attract the same crowd just by being a good you know a good steward of what's given to you mm-hmm. um so it, it's a different way of living man and I, I just feel inspired i feel excited to have the nonprofit coming coming together man and the opportunities and people supporting it has been just an absolute absolute blessing and i know i know that this is this is going to be taking places that i can't even dream oh yeah so it's going to be a fun ride dude i'm, I'm excited about it i, I it was interesting because like I, I struggle a lot with um it's funny because I kind of joke about it right like I'm the most humble person I know <laughs> uh, just go read my book you know um, <laughs> and I teach the greatest class on humility I teach the greatest class and I'm the best author uh, uh, you know I wrote the book would you like to be humble like me um, so it's kind of a kind of like my little ongoing joke but I, I think it's um I think it's important to be humble about it and realize where it comes from yeah and realize that this doesn't exist for me uh, to be on a stage and to be to be in front of everything. And it was really awkward the other day. One of my one of my good friends' uh, sons told me that um, my role in life and, and with Christ is to be a king. And it's like, you know you picture that and you're like oh I'm on the throne telling everybody what to do and I got my scepter and my crown and this is what we're doing blah 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 blah. And it's like being a king is a very um, humbling position. Oh yeah, because it's it's the guy that brings the community together, and the best kings realize that it's the community that makes a kingdom. It's not him. Yep, it, it it's like the one of my favorite lines <clears throat> from any movie, and it's from Remember the Titans, mm-hmm. and and it's attitude reflects leadership. And when when the community is happy, when the community is thriving, then the leadership is investing, is pouring into, and is supporting, yeah. you know, the community. And and that's when you know that the leadership is in the right mindset and is doing the right things because they're listening and they're responding appropriately. They're not just making decisions and going, well, I don't really care what you think. I'm the king, so deal with it. And what's interesting is, and you and I have talked about this with the show and the feedback that we get, and it's kind of like for you and I many times, like, you know, we've talked about it many times. Like, we don't have anything scripted. There's nothing that goes on. We didn't even know what we were talking about before we hit record. We usually and, don't. Yeah, we have no idea, but it's funny because the feedback comes back of just like, man, I needed this today. Yep. Um, the men's groups that we lead, like I feel like so many times I just feel like I'm doing nothing for the group and I'm, I'm here training leaders. Um, and yet I feel like I've done nothing. And then it, you know, then throughout the week it, it trickles in of like the impact of what that was and what happened. And it's like, I really enjoy that because it's not like, okay, I've got this big plan. I've done this. I did that. I did this. It's just, it's just allowing it to be what it is. And and for me, it's God working through that, you know, for, for you, the listener, it may not be. And and we said this, I said this in a, in, when I was on soy sauce assassin, um, I was on his podcast earlier today, um, with shadow smokers legion. And I said that like, listen, you, you may not believe in God and that's your choice. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that just because I'm talking about God in my life that it can't inspire your life to do something better for you. Oh, and sure. I know where I'm going, and I desire for everyone to know God. Yep. 
but I'm not going to be that pushy sales used car salesman about my faith. No, and everything's going to be magical and you know <laughs> rainbows and unicorns when yeah. you come to know God because he's going to protect you and everything's going to be uh -huh. good. Uh -huh. No, it, it's going to be the opposite, actually, because you're going to know what's good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong, and you're going to realize through challenges that, oh, this is where I get to show that I am a Christ follower. This is where I get yeah. to show that I am going to make the right decisions through the hardships, through the challenges, through the struggles. Do you get it perfect every time? No. Do you get it perfect half the time? Probably not. But it's about trying, and it's about realizing that even though you've made that decision, you think things are going to get good, uh, your definition of what's good is what actually ends up changing. Bro, let me tell you this. My hydro flask that I have here is dented to crap. Nice. It's been beat up, dropped, scratched. It's got stickers on it. It's got this beautiful Cigar Mechanic logo on it. But mm -hmm. it has just been beat to piss. If you're watching the video, you can see it. But you know what, dude? It still keeps my water cold. It still keeps my, my coffee hot if I have 40 ounces of coffee. And that's kind of how I see my life is like, dude, the inside is still working. Everything is there. The outside might be getting beat up. And there's all this. There's a story to tell here. There's this beautiful story to tell about how durable and how functional it is, right? That's not a, that's not a motion to, to sell these because I don't even have any made to sell. But uh, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of cool because I, I can switch over to our new down to the nub ones that we have. Mm -hmm. It's in perfect, flawless condition, sitting up on my shelf right there. But I love this dented, beat-up one because there's a story with every single yes. one of these dents. Yep, it tells a story. It, it does, and that's that's like my life, right? I mean, if actually, I think my life, like, I don't know if this thing would still hold water if it was my life. <laughs> it's so beat up, but, you know, it, 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 it's the story that's behind all those damages, those dents, those dings, those things, and and how does that work? Has it given up? Yep, you know, and it, and it has it. It's still, I mean, it still functions. It still works. It's still amazing, and it's funny because even in something like that, like people still desire it. They see it and they're like, "Dude, because it's a cool hydro flask." Let's submit. Oh, cool. absolutely, absolutely. And, and people see it and they're like, "Dude, I want that, man. That's cool." And I'm like, "Dude, look at all the dings and dents." They're like, "I don't care, man. If you give that to me, I take it." And it's like, I mean, that that's cool, you know, because there's a story behind that. Hey, you can get yep. your own. You can buy one and bang it around yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, and everybody that got a uh, short commercial break for our Patreon page, everybody that was a founding Patreon supporter in the month that we launched it has all received their own thank you care package, which includes the Down to the Nub Hydro Flask, which includes the founding supporter sticker, which includes our poker chip, uh, and a few Down to the Nub stickers. And the response uh, from the people that received them yeah. was just cool because they didn't expect they didn't expect anything quite frankly because they support because they want to support yeah uh, but the response of you guys went above and beyond this was more than more of a thank you than we ever needed and that was the exact intention when you and i said okay what what do yeah. we want to thank them with and it, it it just ended up being perfect Oh, it was really cool, man. I love seeing the posts out there and seeing the people checking, the, you know, and just enjoying the stuff, man. I mean, it's it's usable stuff. By the way, I don't have a founder sticker or a poker chip. <laughs> you sent me a package, and I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to get my poker chip. And no, I'm a founding freaking member, bro. That's true. Well, maybe we'll have to change that when, you know, I <laughs> see you whenever. When you order more coffee. <laughs> Turbojetcoffee.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude 
That's funny. So that, I, I've I've done some work here in the studio. Can I can I play for a second? Oh god, go ahead. So, so I'm gonna play. I've 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 wired the lights in the studio. The overheads are on a dimmer by the door, so I don't have access to play with those right now. If you're not on YouTube right now, go on YouTube. You're about to see how exactly pretty and perfect Tim is because he looks really good on this next light setting. This will be the best I will ever look on camera. Yes. But I have a dimmer switch here next to me because I wanted to have full control of the lights. Yeah, so you're that a I control can freak. Yeah, I I I I am. So I can go you know, full bore like there and make myself look like Casper the ghost, or I can slowly dim and I'm, I'm about to get to the best setting of all right there. Right you are here. so beautiful. I, I feel like I feel like I need to talk like this and disguise my voice for security <laughs> purposes. <laughs> you should talk through a kazoo and just do the rest of the episode talking through a kazoo <laughs> with that dark. There you go. But I'm yeah. having fun. The studio, I've got the paint picked out for the back wall, uh, and that'll purple. be going up soon. And yes, yeah. bright purple in honor of Prince. No, I love it. Uh, but uh, but I've got all the paint Prince. and everything. For the love uh, of God, purple in Prince. It just came. Come anyways, on, dude. it's but like I've, Barney would be better than Prince. Come on. Man. Uh, yeah, but I've got the exhaust vent that will be here Monday. I ended up ordering a little bit of a larger one than I originally planned on because it was on sale for cyber monday so i've got yeah, the right. eight inch inline fan that's right. coming monday i've got a smaller six inch one that's kind of limping along on its last leg because i think it got damaged in the move uh but yeah so things are coming together the lighting's done i mean it's it's getting really close to being habitable yeah i'll just show you all my studio upgrades um Ooh. there's a fly right above here just off the camera that i that I smashed on the wall. Uh, so its guts are still hanging there. It's just off the... That's my upgrade right there. You know what's funny? Huh. Is I was I was wearing a hat that I think looks similar to one that you own, maybe? Uh, or one that you have? Look at that one. And I was, I was wearing it the other night when I was working in here. Uh-huh. And I saw a mosquito flying around. I was like, oh, shoot. I'm looking for, like, a piece of you paper. You used the hat. Out. And I took the hat and I said, whack! Yes! Right next to the door. So right above the light switch, since I haven't painted the wall yet, there's just like big dead splat of oh, a mosquito yeah. right there on the wall. And I was like, ah, thanks, Brandon. Yeah, right? Dude, that's what the hats are for, man. I mean, they oh, look yeah. terrible on anybody's head. So like they're just using for mosquito swatters. Yep. So it worked perfect. So uh, it is a, a dual purpose hat in my book. The hat looks good on you. Thank you. Yeah. You wear it well. I wear most things well. Yeah. And and it looks even better right now. <laughs> it actually does. The logo kind of stands There's out. There's a glow. <laughs> it's like it's it looks like it's made of like glow in the dark thread. Ooh. So, I got a really cool new toy, dude. What did you get? I got a um a uh, 3D printer. Oh. Yeah. So, I I was uh talking to a buddy of mine and he's actually done like an Etsy account. And he's making stuff and selling it blah 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 with the 3D printer. I was like, oh, I like that idea." Mm -hmm. And I was just I got so excited about it because I can design all my own stuff and I can make it actually come to life. So, uh pretty excited about that. I think one of the first projects that I'm going to work on making is uh replacing the center cap on my wheels with cigar me cigar mechanic center caps on my wheels. Nice. Get rid of that Ford logo. 
Yeah, because I don't like Ford in the first place. So I think what I'm going to... I mean, Ford did one thing right and they circled their problem yes. um, and highlighted in blue. But I think what I'm going to do is I, I'm actually thinking about like the Ford logo on the front and even like some of like where it says Escape on the back, just changing like every emblem on the car to a cigar mechanic emblem of some sort. Nice. Like just that totally, awesome. like, yeah, just totally wrap this thing and just in all cigar mechanics. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna build this stuff out, man, and, and print it. So, but I first have to build the printer. That's Minor gonna, detail. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Oh, and install. Oh, you know what's gonna be the most challenging part for you? No. <laughs> Installing software and trying to figure it out. No, that's gonna be easy for me. <laughs> How? Because I have friends. <laughs> yeah, well, who are you paying to? Let me guess. Michael Wells is coming up, and he's no, no, no. It's my, it's my, it's actually my buddy Brandon. Uh, we call him Little B Little because B. he's about half the size of me, and uh, he's like a mini me, and but better looking. So uh, he he's been using this exact machine. He's the one's like, hey, dude, check this one out. It was on sale, blah blah blah. So I was like, dude, just snap it up right now. So we we bought it. And my was told my wife, and she's like, why did you buy a three D printer? I'm like. Oh, let me tell you what I can do with it. And she's like, yeah, why did you buy one still? <laughs> so the next time you tell me that you need a new, like, pasta spoon yeah. or spatula or right. an, anything that you're not going to leave on the heat for a long time, just let me know. I'll make a new one. Your sun visor clip breaks. Guess what? I'll just print a new one. Like, in three hours, here you go. Boom, done. Another one. Yep. I don't have to go find someone and pay, you know, $40 for one at the dealership or stealership, I call them. Yeah, I'll just right. print a new one. Absolutely, that's the way to go. And when and whenever I do it though, <laughs> whenever I print a part for her car or something like that, I'm gonna somewhere embed the cigar mechanic logo on it. <laughs> so when she has her sun visor up, she will always have to see my logo. As it should be. So she can remember why I bought the 3D printer. <laughs> Just have it say, This is why cigar mechanic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, I'm really excited about it, dude. I'm, I'm so excited. And I was talking That's to my cool. daughters about starting a little business with it, and uh, they're pretty excited about it. So this may become a little family business. I kind of think, like, within the next, like, probably a couple of months, I'll have, like, four of these things sitting side by side just banging out projects. Um, because, dude, like, with cars, I mean, you think about it, you can print out the little Christmas trees that hold your door panels in. Mm -hmm. um, you know, any of the plastic parts, dude, I can literally make it on right here, and I don't have to... Uh, I don't, I don't have to do anything more than just print it. I love how people at home that are watching this and listening now are probably going, Christmas trees that hold the door on. Don't yeah, they go that's on true. top? I forget. That's a mechanic term for, for the little... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I know you do. So for those of you that don't know, there's little chingadeers that are on the back of your door panel that clip in, and they, have, they look like a little Christmas tree, and they're like a little plastic barbed unit, and they just snap in. When you pull them out, they always break. Uh, mm -hmm. especially here in Arizona. And so, you know, I can make new ones. I can modify them so that they're better. There you go. Yeah. So I'm super stoked. I, I am like, I, I can't tell you. And I'm leaving tomorrow to headed towards your way, towards California. And uh, so I can't even, like, I was supposed to build it today and then stuff just ended up happening and, um, you know, meetings and family and all that stuff. So it's like, it didn't get built, which is The whole work and life thing gets in the way. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Today was a good day, though, man. I'm telling you. Like, just good. really, dude, just, you know, I'll tell you this. It's really cool having a team of warriors that you can call on to pray for you when, I mean, this mm -hmm. morning could have, 
flashback three years ago and the way my morning started, I would have had a miserable day and I would have been angry all day. Um, and so now I like to be able to have a team of warriors to call on and say, Hey man, I, I need some prayer guys. Like I'm battling this and I've got this coming up. So, uh, help me out guys. And did the, 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 the it just went great. That's awesome. Yeah. I couldn't complain. You had a great uh, evening and time today with your family. Didn't you, you get to do I some did. cool. <clears throat> I did get to do something cool. So my, well, we watched home alone because evidently when it's Christmas season or any time of the year, but especially Christmas season, my boys think that Home Alone needs to be watched at least once a day. So we sat down as a family and watched Home Alone, which I think is a hilarious movie anyway, so I have no problem with it. Oh, yeah, and it's great. So we watched Home Alone, but Aaron bought, uh, they're called Hot Chocolate Bombs that I okay, guess yeah, yeah, I've seen taken those. off. And so my she kids got make some, them. Yeah, and, and so she went and picked, you know, a four-pack of them up from a friend of hers that makes them. And she got uh, regular uh, milk chocolate. She got uh, white chocolate. She got uh, peppermint chocolate. And then she got cookies and cream. Well, I'm a sucker for cookies and cream, like Hershey bars and all that. So I had the cookies and cream. The sucker was sweet as can be, but they're cool. I mean, you put it in the the mug and pour the hot milk over it and, you know, stir it around. And it opens up marshmallows from floating to the top and all the flavors. So those were delicious. We had those. And then my 10-year-old son, Micah. Uh, has been asking for the last few nights to go up on the roof with me and literally just stargaze up on the roof yeah exactly but just stargaze and he has gotten into space and astronomy big time and wanted to watch the spacex launch of the astronauts going to the um, international space station and everything that's been going on and we're up on the roof. And so we went up tonight and I said, well, you know, you, you've got to earn it with behavior and getting your homework done and things like that. Because I still have to be a parent, even though I want to do all these fun things with him. Sure. Uh, and and today he got his homework done. He had a great attitude, did well. And he was like, so we get to go up, right, Dad? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. We're going to go up. So, you know, tonight we, we went up and literally just sat on the roof and talked. And he goes, it's been probably, what, about 10 or 15 minutes, Dad? And we've been looking. I looked and it had been 45 minutes because yeah. we just talked and you know, he's asking about this, and I installed an app on my phone that when you hold it up, it uses your camera to see, you know, what the constellations, constellations and all yeah. these different things. So install that. It was like $5, and you got to have the fully loaded version. It was like, I yeah. don't care. It's $5, and I'm going to use this time and time again. But it was awesome because I just got to lay up on the roof with him, and we talked, and we talked about stars. And, you know, the app lets me, the one that I installed, lets you look up close at different planets that you can see because Mars, Neptune, Saturn was out. We looked at the moon, some different things. And he knows so much about <laughs> it. Yeah. But Could he, he knows, see Uranus? Uh, no. Not visible tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to, man. I knew it was coming. That's why I let him with, yeah. <laughs> took, took it down the path. You're welcome. Yeah. But, but we're up there, and he starts to tell me and we look at pictures of the moon and we're scrolling through and I look at the ones that are in the app and he goes, Oh, that was from Apollo 11. And that was from this mission and that mission. And then we get to the, um, we get to Mars and he's like, Oh, so where's, where's, you know, this Mars rover, where's, where's that one? Where's, you know, uh, uh, I'm blanking on the different names that they named them. Yeah. Where, where's all these different ones, uh, Odyssey and all these different things. And I was like, Holy cow. He knows so much about this. Because he's been watching National Geographic and all these Disney nice. Plus documentaries on all of it. And it's cool because I remember being his age in fourth grade. And I really liked the solar system. In third grade, my teacher just completely lit a fire in me. And I just love it. I don't know 
as much as I used to, but just being able to sit up on the rooftop, yeah, stargaze and talk about life, and then he's asking questions, you know, and then he starts getting into like theological questions of like, so dad, you know, you know, I can see planets and you know, but but heaven and this and all these different things, and we start talking about, you know, he goes, I mean, he knows to the specific detail that the moon each year moves three centimeters further away from the earth and so like a billion years from now earth won't have a moon and he goes so what do you think is going to happen and i said honestly i don't even know if we'll all still be here in a billion years. i mean we physically won't and i said but i don't even know if the earth will be here in a billion years because god may just decide you know to come back in the rapture and you know yeah. and started going through all this theological talk and he goes so like with heaven like where exactly is heaven and i said you know the part that for me, when I was your age, that was hard to understand is like, where is heaven? Right. And, and he goes, so, so like, where is it? And I said, because we try and have something that's tangible right. that we can physically see like, okay, there's Mars. So there's a location. I said, yeah, you know, it exists at that point. Yeah, exactly. I said, but heaven isn't that way. Heaven is, is a, is a realm, is a, is a, a spiritual presence, a spiritual location. And we, we just got to have this theological talk about that and then we get into you know he asks about hell and you know lucifer and you know satan all these different things and wasn't he an angel and we just got to have this incredible time laying on the roof talking about god's creation and about god and he goes he goes we're going to do this more right of course i'm not going to be like nope one and done sorry buddy you looked at the stars they're going to be there tomorrow they're going to be there the next day no i said well this is not the last time absolutely not we'll be up here more we're looking at buying a telescope for him and different things because like there's something that is just sort of like a light went on in him and he he just wants to it's not with his brother it's not with you know with my wife it's just dad i want to do this with you and you know two three four years ago I probably would have just sort of discounted it and been like, okay, yeah, he wants to do this. We'll go do it once. It'll make him happy and we'll move on. Yeah. But there's a different mindset now. God's done different things in me and uh, in the last couple of years. And now it's like, okay, I'm at the years where in five, six, seven years, he's not going to want to be around me and do these things. So I will take any opportunity I can to have this time with him. But to be able to take it from, from God sending it setting it up as being just a time of spending time together looking at the stars to being able to talk about god and heaven and hell and he goes in the streets are paved with gold and this and that like i wouldn't trade that for the world yeah and so it was just a really really cool evening we had dinner together as a family watched the movie uh but yeah i mean it was it was just awesome being able to go up there and do that in three to five years he will want to be around you and do that more i'm hoping so don't make that i mean like dude seriously like that's so that that's and for the people listening like that that's called that's called an agreement and we don't mm-hmm. make those um and i'll tell you because i felt that same way about my daughters and you know when i tell people i have a 17 year old daughter they're like oh, oh good luck and dude my 17 year old daughter works two jobs she's graduating in 10 days from her senior year in high school which i, I didn't realize was 10 days away that she's graduating wow Dude, yeah, like months ahead because when everybody else was just enjoying their summer screwing around, she was doing school online. Mm. And so she's going to be graduated, working her two jobs. Um, and just and it's not because like she needs to to support our family. It's because she wants to do it. To, and, she, dude, she, pull, she pulls out a, a box the other day from all of her tips from working at Sonic. And she's got everything like detailed to the date 
of how much she made and she's got it all saved aside and she turns in like her ones and fives to her grandma and, and trades it for hundreds and you know like cashes in her bills and storing all this stuff up she knows what she has and like she's so organized and she's so like just happy to share that and to spend mm -hmm. that time with me um dude it, it's so cool because everybody's like oh you got a 17 year old daughter you're screwed and i'm like dude are you freaking kidding me like she's just absolutely amazing and she mm -hmm. wants to spend she desires to spend time with me mm -hmm. at a time where most teenagers don't um yeah. so it's it, it 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 is it's a totally different thing especially when you won't when you don't agree to that and you don't allow that to be real um that 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 you do get that time because it is a priority to them um and i think so often as parents we don't realize that we shove our own kids away to make that to make that happen that they don't want to be with us Mm -hmm. um, and the reality is, is dude, like, listen, I'm 41 years old. I still want to be with my parents. I still desire yep. that. Um, and it's yep. not always possible. Um, you know, situations happen and things come up that, that just make it so that's not possible. Um, because mm -hmm. at a certain time, at a certain time, you've got to protect yourself as well. Right. But if I'm 41 and I still desire to have that relationship, why wouldn't my 17 year old? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's where that's where it comes down to being a parent that changes yeah. the mindset of what being a parent is and my parents mindset has always been we raised you to release you but it was never we raised you to release you so you don't want to be around us you don't want to do anything with us you just right. gotta be on your own it was we raised you to release you to take care of yourself but we are always here whenever you need anything or you yeah. just want to come over and i love that yeah my goal with my kids is to to raise them to be better than me Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting when I run across parents that are jealous of their kids um, because they're more successful than they are or they they have a better relationship or they're happier or nicer home, whatever. They have like this jealousy towards their kids and it's like, isn't that your job? Your job yeah. is to raise them to... Listen, if my daughter at age 17 can understand the things that took me 30 plus years to learn, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. And that's been oh, my yeah. conversation with my kids since every time that we would sit down and talk to them. It's like, listen, my, we're not here to chastise you and to tear you down. I'm here to make you better than who I am, to encourage you to be a better person than me. Yep. Because that's the only way that we overcome the issues that we've grown up with as kids, right? And the things that we see from our own families and, and our own parents and said, oh, that's just disgusting. And how come my dad wasn't ever home or my mom always yelled at me or, you know, my dad was an alcoholic. That's my fault. And, you know, these things we tell ourselves, like, how do we overcome that? Mm -hmm. The only way to do that is to change the future. And the only way to change the future is by not doing that with your kids and by helping them learn the lessons that you've learned from being with an alcoholic father or an angry mother or a cheating household or whatever the, the, the situation you grew up in. Mm -hmm. um, and so so often it's so easy to go the way of our parents um and it's harder to go the way that we know we should be yeah um and so you know it's overcoming that generational sin that's so impactful that that, that we have that power to make that change and i may not be able to change it completely in my own life but if i can change it in the life of the future um then i've done my job as a father there you go you know, and, and that, that's what I look forward to. And I mean, I, I'm raising two daughters. I always wanted a son. Um, and then I got my first daughter and I, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm so glad I got a girl. 
<laughs> it, and did I tell you what, man, in the last couple of weeks I've had opportunities to see her as just, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I didn't see her for a week because my wife had, you know, COVID and my daughter was, you know, we had her living somewhere else so that she was away and she could still go to school and work and all those things. And, yep. you know, she came home one night, didn't she standing in my doorway and it was just like this thing of beauty just standing there. Uh, just absolutely just adorable, gorgeous beauty. And it's like, man, that's just, I'm so glad I had daughters. <laughs> because I would see my son and he'd probably pick his nose and fart, you know, and be like throw a wrench at my forehead or something, you know, it's <laughs> like, and there's my daughter just going, Hey daddy. And I'm like, Oh mm. man, I don't care what I'm doing. I'm hanging up with a call and I'm going and giving you a hug. Yep. Uh, Cause she's just so beautiful, man. Mm, that's awesome. But, yeah. And, and that's, that's our job. I wish more parents uh, would, would get that concept. That you don't have to pass on what was passed on to you. Yeah. You don't. You you your job as an adult is to deal with those things, let them go. For for you and I that have our faith and that we believe in it, it's it's giving those things up to God and saying, Hey man, these are yours. Um, you've already fought this battle. I'm gonna lay this down at the cross and mm -hmm. give this to you. Um, this no longer has control over my life, and I will move forward from these things. Um, by giving them up to you and where do you need me and yeah that's to chase her heart that's to raise our sons to be warriors and to mm -hmm. you know protect the beauty of god that's in our in the women in in our lives yep and i since being at the men's camp there have been multiple instances since having two sons seven and ten they are into the i will beat you up with my lightsaber i will yes know, crack you on the back of the leg and go running and then scream don't get me don't get me Ugh. and i mean we've got a like 15 foot trampoline big round trampoline in our backyard here and uh, aaron came to me the other day as i'm working on stuff and i go in the house and i just hear giggles and oh no that wasn't fair i'm gonna get you back and yeah. it was nothing with vengeance it was just boys being boys bantering yeah and she looked at me and she goes is this normal and I said, yeah, this is brothers. This is what happens. I said, there's there's a reason I say growing up in a house with two brothers and a sister, I'm surprised all three of us boys made it out alive. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Since, but since coming back from the the men's camp, it's been one of those things where I've, I've really tried to listen to and adjust the way that I used to approach that. And now it's like, no, let them be the inner warriors. Let them show that they can mm -hmm. be tough. Let them let them do those things. And I mean, when Aaron was like, is this normal? I was like, absolutely it is. And and I'm gonna let them do that because Jeremiah, my seven-year-old, he is very good at crying wolf of pain. Yeah. And then using that as a way to get his brother off guard and completely retaliating and getting him back. And I called him out on it yesterday or the day before. And I was like, I know you're saying ow, so he'll let you go so that you can then tackle him and get back, you know, get back in control and, you know, have WrestleMania in the backyard. Yeah. And he pauses and he looks at me and he goes, uh, and Micah goes, yeah, that's exactly what he's doing, huh, dad? And I was like, I'm not dumb. I did the same thing. I'm the youngest yeah. brother. I know exactly how that goes. You go, ah, oh, no, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Stop, stop. And then as soon as they're off you, you try and take them out. That's just yeah. how it goes. But it's been cool to step back and realize, especially after reading reading uh, where I'm at in the book Fathered by God and seeing how John Eldridge is talking about yeah. raising up warriors and just being able to try and start 
employing that and letting our boys do those different things and be the warriors and and if they get hurt yeah they get hurt but you know what i intentionally didn't go out yesterday when i heard jeremiah start to cry and it sounded like it was like a legit cry like oh it hurt it hurt and i sat for about 10 or 15 seconds and by the time i was thinking ah maybe i should get up they're giggling and laughing and taking each other out again i thought yeah no i i don't need to get involved if they come yelling for me or one of them goes um hey dad uh Micah's arm is bent the wrong way. I think something yeah. happened. Okay, then I'll get up and I'll get involved. Yeah, but he can scratch his butt easier now. Yeah, exactly. Pick yeah. his nose and do it and freak out people. Why not? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just, it's cool to see that what my parents allowed us to do, even in the conservative, very conservative Christian home that I was raised in, we still, I mean, Aaron asked me, is this normal? You know, and when I answered, absolutely it is. I, used, I mean, my middle brother and I used to wrestle for hours in our bedroom on the floor i mean i cut my head open one time because i tried to escape and cracked my head on the side of the corner of the tv and was bleeding i was like oh i guess we should stop for a minute so i can make yeah. sure i'm not going to you know bleed too much on the carpet and have mom get upset because there's blood on the carpet it was never a, oh maybe we're crossing the line it was oh i'll check for a second and then we'll just continue the fun but it's it's cool that they're at that stage now and they're in it and they're having fun mm -hmm. with it and yeah, there's the times where it gets, you know, out of hand where we want them to calm down because it's, you know, bedtime and they want to have a lightsaber battle. And some nights we let it happen. And other nights it's like, okay, kids, you just shut up and go to sleep because I'm sure. ready for you yeah, to be yeah. done for the day. Uh, but it's just cool seeing them in that stage. And I look forward to seeing them continue to grow up and become stronger warriors. I mean, nights like tonight sitting on the roof, you know, many people would probably look at and go, oh, yeah, you looked at some stars, you had some fun and you bonded for a little bit. But being able to talk and all that, that is me being able to invest in my son Micah so that I can continue training him how to be a warrior and educate himself and learn. Because being a warrior isn't just a matter of being this tough guy. It's a matter of being sensitive, having feelings, being emotional at times, learning, educating yourself. How can I improve? How can yeah. I get better? How can I get smarter? And all of that is investing in him. And I won't trade it for anything with him or with Jeremiah. See, I think if I was in your role and I had two sons and I heard them wrestling and fighting like that, I would, like, if I got up and it's like, okay, I'm getting up because I hear somebody crying and I actually stood up and then I hear laughter, I would stay standing. I would get my keys, drive to local, like, Walmart or something like that, and I would pick up the biggest, baddest Nerf gun I could fight in, and I would go out there and just start lighting them up. Like, we've got I, tons I, of nerf guns here i may have to do that next time you, you got to do it dude and i think like I, I i think there's a reason why god gave me girls because if i had boys they would probably knowing me and just the you know, the injuries that i've had that i pretty much laugh at you know, like when i broke my toe like i went on a hike the next day you know in the boot drove 10 hours to colorado you know i'm, I'm laughing on the phone and i send a picture to my emt buddy and he's like uh you should be at the er and you should not be laughing right now um so Why i not? think yeah i didn't understand it right i'm like <laughs> it took him an hour and a half to convince me to go to the er and and uh i think my kids would be the ones jumping off the roof like we'd constantly be at the hospital my wife would hate it because we'd constantly be at the hospital my kids would be like i think i can make the pool you know it's like yeah you can but you're gonna make the steps in the pool mm -hmm. um not understand and then they, they would learn the hard way like they would have broken bones mm -hmm. um and then once they got to be a little bit older, driving age, they would be building cars and being hot. Run now I have my daughter who you know is building her Jeep and she's got oh, her yeah. truck and. But I just think my kids would have like a need for speed, and uh, it it would be it would be a lot of fun for me as a father and just a lot of hell for my wife. 
<laughs> As a loving mother, she'd be like, yes. really? Really? You came back with a broken arm? I mean, you guys went out, you know, to take trash to the dump. How did you end up with a broken arm? Oh, we were wrestling. <laughs> you know? But we've got a story. Hold on. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. I remember we pulled in from uh, four-wheeling, and I took my daughters out one time. And, like, we didn't even get through the gate. And there's my wife with, like, I, don't know, I think it was, like, two of her friends or something like that standing there, right? We didn't even get through the RV gate, and my kids are, like, practically bailing out of the Jeep, going, Daddy tried to kill us! Daddy almost <laughs> killed Because I almost rolled the Jeep on this on this trip. Nice. And, yeah, it was awesome, right? But they're like, Daddy tried to kill us! And my wife's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, and it was awesome! She's like, no! No, it was awesome! Let me tell you about it. She just it couldn't compute, right? Yeah. Uh, Mike has already asked... Mike has already asked me, hey, Dad, so if I jump off the roof, what would happen to me? Oh, because he got yeah. to come up on the roof and put up Christmas lights because the Saturday after Thanksgiving, that's National Christmas Light Day in my house. And we may or may not have gone and purchased enough lights to um, light up the whole freaking neighborhood. Quite possibly. We're yeah, not yeah, yeah. quite Clark Griswold, but we're when we were on the roof tonight, we looked and we were like, yeah, we're definitely the brightest house in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like. It was it was fun, but he got to come up on the roof and he was like, "So, what would happen if I jumped off the roof?" And I was like, "Well, you would probably land wrong, and break an ankle or break your leg or you know." He goes, "Well, have you ever jumped off a roof?" And I'm like, "Oh shoot, I got to answer yes. these questions now." I said, "Yeah, I have." Yeah. And he goes, "He goes, but you just said it's not safe to do that." <laughs> and so then I try and play the like, I've been around the block, kid, so I know how to jump off a roof. <laughs> come on. And and I go, "Well, when when you land, you kind of got to you know tuck and roll and do some different things." And he goes, That's when you throw him off the roof, bro. You're like, here, learn. Throw him on the trampoline. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I and he goes, well, my butt's got padding. What if I jump off and land on my butt? <laughs> and I wanted to say, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Turbo. Let's go see how it. that works for you. Do it. And I was like, no, you'll probably compress your back, and then you'll end up with a back worse than mine. So that's yeah. probably not a good idea. But I was like, oh, we're we're entering that stage now oh, yeah. of life. But yet I look at it and I'm like, oh, the stories we're going to have to tell are going to be so worth it. Oh, dude, so exciting, man. So, so incredibly exciting, dude. It It's funny. I, you know, it's like I'm looking at like the wish list for like Christmas and stuff. And, it, you know, I've got my wife and the two daughters. So it's just like, you know, there's a coffee machine and a cold brew thing. And this and they have pots and pans and for my wife and. You know, my daughters want, you know, horse things or dinosaur things or whatever. You know, my youngest wants stuff for a horse. You know, and of course, I'm like, what am I going to get my daughter? So for my oldest daughter, I'm like, I got it. I got it. Like, I got pick up stuff for her truck. Like, I jump on Amazon. I'm like, you know, I'm getting, like, dude stuff. For, but I can get it for my daughter because she's got a truck, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited. And then my, my kids and my wife are like, what do you want? So I send them a link to, like, a .30-06 rifle and, like... <laughs> Hydro, you know, hydro assist for my Jeep and like all these yeah. parts for like these man things, right? And my wife's like, "You are ridiculous." You asked, I, I know, but this is what I want. And I, and it's, it's funny because I sent my wife the link to the thirty out six, and I said, "This is uh, this is the next rifle I really want," and she just sends back, "But you'll shoot your eye out with it." <laughs> well, at least like, let me try. Yeah, I'm like, it's not a, what was that, the Red Rider or something like that? The uh, Red yeah. Rider BB gun with carbide action and super scope. Yeah, yeah, that thing. I'm like, it's, it's, no, you're going to do more than shoot your eye out with that thing. <laughs> yeah, you'll literally shoot your eye out, like through the back of your head. Yeah, you'll shoot out your face. Yeah, 
So it, it is funny to kind of see that comparison. And you're getting to that stage where it's like you get to like you get to play in that fun stage, man. Because the things that your kids are gonna want, you're gonna be like, yes. Yep. Aaron's yeah. gonna be like, wait, should we do? It? I'm like, they asked. I'm I'm just supporting what. They yeah, want. compound bows, BB guns, like you know, all this kind of. Yeah, dude, you're go. Oh, I'm I'm so excited for you, man. It's gonna be fun. This makes me want to go on Amazon and like buy gifts for your kids right now, just because like I just want to like have a total dude moment and be like, here you go, kids. Like I want to be like that <laughs> uh, that uncle that spoils the crap out of them that you're sitting Heck there going yeah. like, I can't believe Uncle Brandon bought them a BB gun. <laughs> but <laughs> and your wife hates out. me. Yeah, <laughs> your wife hates me, and you want to go try it out. You're looking at her, looking at the kids. All right, we'll return them. <laughs> well, and with with the backyard and the slope that we have. <laughs> There yeah, may or may not have already been a couple times, and it was with their. You have a firing range back there, dude. I was just gonna say, I remember as kids with a slope in my parents' backyard in the house that I grew up in. We would take our aluminum cans, we'd fill them up with water, and we would just have fun BB guns and just go tear Bro. it up. And and I, I think that day is coming very soon for our backyard. Yeah, we had gophers, and we would we would go and we would uh, we you know, gophers have two holes usually and they're they're underground layers and two ways out so we would find the one and we'd put a flare down in there like a road flare and then cover Force it up out the other and they come out the other side and we would be laying there like military men men all stretched out with the bb gun and just wait for them to poke their head out of the other hole and just just pop them off man <laughs> the, we, and we were on the avocado orchard, so there'd be, like, rats, you know, because all of the properties had avocados and our neighbor didn't maintain. So there was rats that were always there. So we'd set up, like, dog food up on the edge of the fence, mm -hmm. and the rats would poke their head up to get it, and we'd just sit there and pop them off, man, left and right, oh, dude. Just, yeah. Oh, dude, just such dude stuff, right? Oh, my dad does it in his backyard still. Yeah. Where they had they had gophers and different things, and they had no idea what they were. And they've got wild rabbits, and obviously, I mean, he's not doing anything with those. But they've had gophers and everything. I went over one time, and he's sitting out on his back patio at his fire pit with his BB gun sitting right next to him. I was like, and I, you know, me being the dumb person that I am in my stupid humor, I was like, are you hunting wabbit? Yeah. And he, and he goes, he goes, no, there's a gopher. And it pops its head up, it runs across, and it jumps back in. And I'm going to get it before it jumps back in. And so what did I do? I pulled up a chair. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> And we're watching, and it's going by, you know, and we're trying and different things. But it was just like, this is get fun. It? He did not get it. That little Ugh. guy was so quick. It, I mean, it, it almost felt like Caddyshack, like the unattainable yeah. gopher. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it becomes like a carnival game, right? Like, you just, you, you, you should have gone and got a bunch of big stuffed animals and just put them out there and be like, if you get it, you win one of these, you know? <laughs> it's like the impossible carnival game. Yep. Yeah. Dude, that stuff's so much fun, man. I'm excited for yep. you, dude. Yep, it's going to be fun. Yeah. So, I got to ask, what do you think of the cigar? Uh, I think it's pretty good, dude. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I'm, I'm getting into it, man, enjoying it. Um, my palate's a little bit burnt right now, so mm -hmm. um, I, I've only been smoking, like, one cigar a day, and, like, today I've had, like, six. So, I've got to build... Yeah, I've got to build it back up, man. It's been, like, months of, like, one cigar a day, which is just not normal for me. Mm-mm. But uh, it's uh, no, it's pretty good, dude. It's pushing through the burnt palate. So um, nice. I've got another half a cigar sitting here too that I've got to finish. It's the the uh, the encore from mm. Ipicarillo. So I've got two of these cigars staring at me that I may or may not finish tonight or whenever. There you go. Yeah. 
And it's yeah. the time of year where we get to see and hear about everybody's top 10, top 5, top 25, top this, top that, top that, which basically just means, and I say this as a cigar reviewer, basically just means I like them, and if you don't, all well, because these are the ones that I liked this year. I'm excited, dude, because I think the pledge is going to be in the top five. I really, with all the media it's already gotten, yeah. and it was really cool because Half Wheel, slight plug for our good friends over there, Half Wheel posted on their website a couple days ago, uh, Charlie wrote the article uh, saying that they're doing their consensus again this year. Yeah. And as opposed to previous years where I think they just sort of looked around to get them this year, it's an open invitation. Hey, even if you've only reviewed one cigar, you got to be a reviewer. You can't, you know, be a rep or an ambassador for this particular line, whatever the case may be, you know, for, you know, obvious reasons. But it's an open invitation to submit them now. So I'm really curious to see what their consensus looks like this year and what shows up on it. But I do agree. I think the pledge will do very well yeah. this year. I know personally it will do very well for my list this year. Well, you know, what was really cool is uh, last year on their consensus, uh, it was really cool because our good friend Bob the Cigar Guy made their list of um, qualified reviewers for them to um, mm -hmm. use for part of their consensus. Yeah, and I was it was actually you that sent it to us when I was with Dad Smoking Cigars. We were actually part of it, which I was shocked by um, because we'd only been doing it for six months at the time. Yeah. But it, it's it's just cool to see all the different places that they pull review lists from, top lists from, Yeah. whether they do a top five or whatever it is. Um, but it was cool to see, you know, what each person's preferences were from the consensus. And it's interesting because everybody kind of, you know, I mean, obviously, like, Bob's got a connection with Drew Estate. And, yeah. You know, so it's interesting to see what other people smoke. And then you, you can go and look at some of these guys' channels and you go, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because you see who, who's been sponsoring their shows or sending them cigars. and um, So it, it is really cool. And it gave exposure to a lot of those guys that they hadn't gotten before. And um, I know I know that, I know... Bob was super excited to have made that list, man. It was so funny. He was he was like a giddy little girl when he made that list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he had just started, too. Yeah, he had just started. So it's it's just cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what the consensus is going to look like this year. Because there have been so many new cigar reviewers and review channels yeah. that have popped up this year, I think they're going to they're going to have more than they anticipate, which is a good problem to have. Absolutely. But I think they're going to have more than they anticipate participating in the consensus. So I'm looking forward to seeing who all's part of it this year. Yeah, me too. Me too. So guys, keep your eyes peeled on that, halfwheel.com. If you haven't yet done so, actually go on to halfwheel.com. Um, subscribe to their email list. I'll tell you that you'll get one email a day. Um, it, it's really cool because I don't, I don't ever feel like I'm flooded with emails. I get mm -hmm. one a day. And it's informational. You can scan through it because they have really good titles. Um, it's not spammy. Yeah, not at all. Mm -hmm. And you can scan through it and go, oh, yeah, I want to read about that. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, half the time, probably four or five days out of the week, I delete the email. I don't even read any of it because it just doesn't apply to me mm -hmm. or anything that I'm even interested in. But there's always those articles that I'm interested in, and I stop and I check them out or I save them and read them later. Um, but uh, they're they're a great great site to visit. It's non-biased, um, great information from their site. So if you haven't yet done so, go on halfwill.com and they're not a sponsor of our show or anything, but they're good friends and they do a great job. So um, just bleep bloop your email into the little box there and click 
whatever they have you click and uh, get the stuff popped into your you got mail and you'll be good and hopefully all of our listeners are old enough to remember when that actually was said to you when you would log on to your email you've got mail after hearing beep. oh dude the most annoying sound in the world it's like yep Adam Sandler thought it wasn't Adam Sandler that did that was the most no it was Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber yeah yeah that he sounded like dial up yeah yep yeah, I don't know but yeah make sure you guys are checking that out uh, there's a couple other really cool things I want to throw out there before we end the show here um, little guy cigar shops got a couple of really good deals if you guys yes. throw in the CM10 code uh, like cigar mechanic 10 if you throw that code in the box there for the promo bleep bloop box um, you will get I believe it's 20% off until like December 6th so mm-hmm. you have a few more days to get the uh, <clears throat> Black Friday deal uh, take advantage of that so make sure you do that um, any what is it the uh, any purchase of Casa Cuevas five pack gets you one ticket a full box gets you five tickets mm-hmm. um, into a raffle for one of two cigar mechanic hats and actually it's interesting because you can see the front of the hat on Tim's noggin and you can see the back of the hat on my noggin um, but I'll be sending out two cigar mechanic hats, one to uh, each lucky winner, um, that will get drawn in that raffle. So you get the 20% off with the CM10 code plus access to winning a hat. Can't go wrong. No, you get phenomenal cigars to boot. Oh, absolutely. From and, amazing people. And and I will expect that the La Mandaria for Casa Cuevas will get some attention this year, whether it makes cigar aficionados or not. Uh, I think there will be smaller review channels that have yeah. tried it and checked it out. I think it's going to get some traction, continue getting traction this year. Yeah, oh, they've done such great. I mean, that cigar was was originally intended to be limited, and it just got such great reviews that, um, yeah, it, that um, I don't think it'll make CA. I think it was one point under to make for CA's list, if mm-hmm. I remember right. I think it came in like one point under, but um, still great great cigar i mean anytime you get into the 90s man you're you're you've done a good job oh yeah definitely so, so we're we're really super excited for them man and, and where they're going i know they just expanded out into uk mm-hmm. um so and i saw that on half wheel uh that was that popped up in my emails an article to read an article to read done by charlie Minato. um but mr super- fatty tuna yeah, super excited for them, man. So they're, they're doing some great things. Um, I'm really super excited for Little Guy Cigar Shop. Um, I, I will let you guys all in in a little secret because um, this will air before uh, the the stuff arrives. But mm-hmm. Little Guy Cigar Shop will have the brand new re-release of the Espinosa 601 Black. So um, we found there were, there was some found in the warehouse. Uh, he didn't get in on the original short amount that we had no mm-hmm. pun intended a uh, little pun intended <laughs> and uh we found some more and then he scooped them all up man i was able to get him in on them and uh he grabbed them all so it'll be a, a small amount but they'll be there again on littleguyscigarshop.com keep your eyes out um that's another email list you want to get on to he sends like one email like a week maybe if even that yeah he he yeah. He, he again is another one of those uh, cigar industry, you know, 
people, persons, whatever you want to call it, shops, media yeah. outlets, that does not overdo the messaging, no. doesn't spam you, doesn't do anything. It's all information, and if you want it, it's there. Other than that, he doesn't shove things down your throat. He doesn't force you to, oh, you've got to do this. or It's not that yeah. at all. So he's he's doing it right. He is. And, and anytime he gets a deal, he passes it on. Anytime he gets swag, he does some sort of a giveaway with it. I mean, mm -hmm. he's doing it 100% right. I love his shipping. He's like freaking Jimmy John's. Um, you get it before you even order it. Yep. And uh, he, he doesn't like to do pre-orders on stuff because he wants to make sure that he actually has it in his hands, that it's properly humidified after the travels and everything before yep. he sends it on to you. Um, he just does a, a phenomenal job at what he's doing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how he keeps up, but he does. And he's just doing he's just doing a great job, man. So I'm really yep. proud of him, man, for, for taking the leap, starting the company just not too long ago and um, actually making it happen. Dude, the feedback that I'm seeing from, from his service and the level of what he's doing has just been just outstanding. I, I haven't heard a single negative thing mm -hmm. from a single person's mouth about littleguyscigarshop.com. Yep. Yeah, he's he's doing well, and he's only going to continue to grow. Yeah. Is that the right way to, even though he's a little guy? He won't. His business will. That's that's the better way to put it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's one other business I want to plug uh, before we get off of here, too, and it's yours, uh, TurboJet Coffee. So um, I'm going to do it because uh, you can't. So uh, TurboJet Coffee, um, I think it's what, TurboJetCoffee.com. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you... Uh, are interested in trying, and you should be, uh, some amazing coffee um, from uh, Tim here, who's uh, getting into it and has been doing a great job of getting into it. Um, I have personally had the Sumatra, so it was phenomenal. I do it in cold brew because that's just how I drink my coffee. Um, and it was really cool talking to you, Tim, ahead of time because you're like, hey, how do you like your coffee? I said, dude, I do cold brew, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, cool, this the Sumatra blend is going to be what you like because it's mm -hmm. lower in acid. And you just totally understood what I needed in my coffee mm -hmm. and what I was looking for. And so you provided that. You actually hooked me up with some when I was over at your home, which I'm so grateful for. Mm -hmm. And then I promptly bought four more bags um, because it was just it was just great. So uh, you're doing a you're doing a bang up job, man. I'm so excited. I love that it's named after your kids' nicknames, Turbo and yep. Jet. Um, just what a, what a homage to them. Yep. Um, what a great what a great way for a father just to say, hey kids, I love you. Um, to to put their names on something. I know they're super stoked and excited. Oh, They've yeah. been a part of it with you. So uh, yeah, guys, make sure you're checking out TurboJetCoffee.com as well. So if you've made it this far into here and you have not already bleep looped on Half Wheel and bleep looped on Little Guy Cigar Shop, you also need a bleep loop on TurboJetCoffee.com and get your guys self some coffee. And I I will give a little little teaser here. I am Ooh. working on a custom blend for me uh, that will be in the next couple weeks available at TurboJetCoffee.com. Uh, I've been taking from some different beans, different regions, and doing custom blends. Uh, in fact, my review video that uh, goes live uh, for this week, I'm sampling that while enjoying the cigar that I had. Uh, and there is a, a custom blend created by me that is coming soon. And so far, I think it's going to be really good. So there's a little teaser that there's a new blend coming to uh, TurboJet Coffee soon. Well, I can't imagine that you're going to put out something that's not super good. That is true. And I like the fact that when I when, when you asked me about the first batch that you gave me and I tried, uh, you asked me for my honest feedback, I gave it to you, and um, 
and and you made a slight adjustment. I, I really enjoyed the coffee, and I think there was you and I talked, and there was a slight adjustment that you could make mm-hmm. on your end in the roasting of it, and you did just for me. So mm-hmm. I think that's totally cool because you didn't you know you don't have to adjust it for everybody, but for my palate, you you adjusted it for me so that those bags of coffee that I got were done with love and were done specifically for me. And that, that I thought was really, really cool. Cause I can't call up Starbucks and say, Hey, you jerks are burning your coffee. Uh, oh, stop yeah. it. Um, give me something that's not, you know, quadruple roasted over a freaking million degree fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not looking for popcorn. I'm looking for coffee and they're going to do that. That doesn't happen. So I think it's really yeah. cool to have that little custom feel too, that you can kind of tweak and adjust and get that feedback and you're open to it. You're not, you're not oh, snobby yeah. about it. Well, that's what it's got to be about. I mean, I had one customer yeah. that was referred to Turbojet Coffee uh, by a family member, and they went on my website, and you know, they were looking into it, and they're like, hey, I'm looking for this. This is what I kind of like. These are different things. Uh, and so I did not a completely custom, but I just said, hey, this is what I can do with the roast. Uh, and he got it and, I mean, was just blown away. And I think part of it, honestly, is people just aren't used to good, fresh roasted coffee. Yeah. Uh, and and that's the goal. I mean, people will go, oh, well, you know, it took a couple of days to get. You're right. It did, because I don't roast an order until the order is placed. Yeah, because I want you to have the freshest experience possible. And I mean, that one customer, you know, like with you, it was just one of those things where, OK, I know what you're looking for. I can take care of it because it's all small batch because I control the whole process. Yeah. Uh, and it just makes it fun. And at the end, if it's a customer that enjoyed it, then they'll come back and, and there's loyalty there. And if it just takes yep. a little bit of an extra part on my end for that loyalty, I'm all for it. Yeah. And I love that, man. I think it's cool. So grab you guys self some turbo jet coffee. You'll probably hear a lot about it just because it's one behind your head. Uh, number two, because I love you. Number three, because it's good stuff, Maynard. And uh, number four, because down to the nub is all about it. There you so go. we appreciate you, man. Thanks. Glad you're stepping out and doing that. Yeah, it's fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there for this week's episode. If you're not following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are at down to the nub. And if you want to support the show, as you heard earlier in it, we do uh, show appreciation to our supporters. Uh, and that initial batch is not the only um, appreciation we're going to be sending out because we do appreciate everybody that yeah. does support down to the nub it's uh, patreon.com slash down to the nub and if you feel so called to support we would be humbly honored so thank you for that uh, and then just make sure you subscribe and ring the bell because brandon still has no clue what it does but i do and then you'll get notified when we release new episodes and when we go live on sundays uh, at 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m eastern yeah those are fun oh yeah yeah, and you're going to be on your own this Sunday. I am. I am on my own this Sunday, and uh, I think we've got our guest mostly confirmed. Uh, <laughs> he's he, he, He's got a minor medical procedure that's taking place, and as long as he's able to still make it, he will actually uh, he will be here in my studio with me. Yeah, that'll be cool, man. I'm excited. I know who it is, and I'm super excited about it, man. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you guys are tuning in uh, in a couple days here Sunday for the live. Uh, give Tim hell and like you did me, uh, and uh, you know because he's gonna be on his own. So uh, give him hell, guys, while while he's doing that. It's gonna be fun. I'll be up in the mountains again at camp mm-hmm. for an advanced training, and super excited about that because I have no oh, yeah. idea what it's about. So I love That'll it. It'll be good. Yeah, yeah. So with that, guys, thank you guys so much for and if you made it again to this part of the video. Like I say all the time, God bless you. Yeah. Right. And. Uh, 
it's funny because we started this video on saying like this is just going to be a bunch of shenanigans and it actually turned out pretty cool i know right it, it just leveled itself out i love it man I, I really i really enjoyed our conversation tonight oh, this yeah. is a therapeutic for me so now i can go to get some rest get get some sleep before the long drive tomorrow but um yeah man i appreciate all you guys uh for being a part of this and for for helping us be able to continue to be on air here and be in your ear uh, we love you. We appreciate you, and we thank you so much for the time that you invest in us. And uh, we just our our hope and our desires that you find value in this time that you spend with us. Yep. All right, everybody. That's going to wrap it up. Thanks for checking out this episode, and we will catch you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>